Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to the Positive Perspective Podcast. Yes, this is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quad Father, and this is the Inspiration Location. So today we're going to talk about our minds being hardwired to resist what is unfamiliar. And we go through life having to cope and deal with a lot of things that are unfamiliar to us. But when it comes to unleashing our knowledge in our business, our brain goes to work doubting how far we could go. I believe it's natural for most of us to not have these sinking doubts and these self-eliminating, doubting fears. But fear is the nagging voice in our head that tells us we can't do something. Unfortunately, it is loud and it is obnoxious. It's the sinking feeling warning us that we're about to make a bad decision. And our brain thinks that everyone around us knows that once we get into biz, the, we get into the business that we are questioning ourselves as to whether we're going to fail or we're going to succeed. That being said, you know, it's far from the truth that once we get into business, everybody knows we're in business. That's where marketing comes in. That's where promotions come in. Uh, just deciding to get into business is, is truly the simplest step um, because there's so many steps down that line to success that we truly need to take. And along that path, we do fight ourselves, our self-limiting beliefs, and this hardwired feeling of looming failure because that's what we fear. You know, if you think about it, fear is a natural feeling. Without it, we'd be touching hot stoves all the time. Without it, we'd be walking in front of traffic all the time. So on one hand, fear keeps us safe, and on the other hand, it holds us back. And yes, all our minds are hardwired to resist what's unfamiliar, which is a lot of times success. Sometimes it's just even small steps towards success. So you can't really talk about fear without talking about the fear of failure. It's up there with snakes, airplanes, heartbreaks, last-minute defeats, gut-wrenching, humiliating moments in our lives, which we all face, and we've got to learn to turn those into learning opportunities and not stumbling blocks. So these little, these little steps we have you could either turn them into stepping stones or stumbling blocks. And we have to learn to turn them, turn them into stepping stones. So fear is what keeps us tightly snuggled in our little comfort zone. Whatever that looks like for you, our, our, our comfort zone is different for all of us. And with that, success will look different for you, for you versus me versus a third person. So success may be defined differently for each of us. There's going to be some people who want to make it to the top. They want to be on the 40th floor in the corner office, speaking to large groups of people. Uh, some want to just get to a point where their car loans 
and student loans are paid off. Some will want to get to a point where they don't have to worry about buying groceries. So that 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 term success is different for all of us because as we you know we work towards our goal once we make it. Un- I- unfortunately, the feeling doesn't always feel like you thought it would. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it's not as grand as you thought it would, and this celebration feels lame. And on top of that, success requires maintenance. And failure doesn't. And believe it or not, getting to the top is hard. Getting to that successful point is hard. Staying there is even more difficult. You think that climb was hard, staying on that success path is even more difficult because success requires consistent intention. Something you fight for, something you work towards, something you feel sacred, something that keeps pushing you forward, your why. You're going to hear a lot of talk, and you have in the past about your why. What's your why? That's what's driving you. That's what's keeping you going. That's what's motivating you. That's what's inspiring you. So most of us are afraid to reach a goal or to lose out on how far we've come, all the work we put in to get to that goal. But that's just part of the journey. The ticket is to know how to make it work, even if you fail. To tweak what you've done the first time, to change what you've done, to correct what you've done, and to learn from those failures. I'm, I'm a big avid reader of John Maxwell. I do a class, both individual and group class, on one of his books. Phenomenal. It's called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. And, and that's the way I approach things. It's not about losing. I don't lose. I, if you learn, you're never failing. You're never not learning. So I, I love that mantra of sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. So in order to continue down that path, that journey of success, man, there are so many things you need. Perseverance is one of them. You know, regardless of the mental hurdles, the negative self-talk, the imposed limitations, The ability to keep going really creates our resilience, our perseverance, our grit. And our stability creates our space for success. So keep pushing, keep learning, keep finding new circles to learn from, to learn with. Even if you don't know how much longer you can hold on, man, just keep holding on tight and find that person that can help get you back on your feet, back moving forward. Maybe it's a book, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a podcast. Uh, You know, you, you don't know what that is, but as long as you learn to work in a business, you have many choices to choose and choose which one feels good to you. So the day you made, you know, that might be, you know, remembering the first day you made your first dollar online. That may be the first client you have, Um, you know, Now you can no longer say, I've never made a dollar. Now you can repeat that one little success that you made the first time and continue moving forward. So what you do next is learn how to repeat that pattern that your audience likes to pay for you. People will buy what intrigues them, 
what catches their attention, and what gives them a simple nugget that they can use. So when someone encourages me to write a, a book, I don't think I could do it. But once I started and started writing the first word and the second word, and then the first chapter and the second chapter, I knew that I could do it again. And I could write books, whether they be inspirational, whether they be fiction, whether they be children's books, you know, you just piece together that first time you did it and how you got through it. That first time I got writer's block, how did I get through the writer's block? The first time I read through my book and I, there was so much of it I didn't like that I thought I put down the first time correctly and realized some of it doesn't make sense. This is the fears we run into, why I, why I don't want to do another book, why I don't want to do my first book. So that, that, that fear will always be standing on your shoulder. You just can't listen to it. You have to trust your gut, your intuition, and move forward and say yes, and then figure things out. You know, there is rarely the opportunity that you have all the answers for all the questions in our minds to what's going on. So there are several things you need to fight to fight off that voice in your head, to fight out. Maybe it's a it's a real voice. Maybe it's somebody around you that, that is that naysayer. And, you know, you definitely need to fight that, that off because that naysayer becomes locked in your head. And what we tend to do is repeat those negative things more than we do positive things. So some of the things I found that help Fight your voices. Fight that that question of self-doubt. First one is find someone to lock arms. Find someone to lock arms with who can guide you. I mean, that may be a friend, that may be a coach, that may be a teacher, it may be a mentor, maybe a higher motivational coach, maybe a higher an uh, you know accountability coach, maybe a higher a writing coach, but mentors, coaches, whatever you want to call them, uh they can help you get over the path. So, you know, there's communities out there building businesses and they and they will share conversations with you and, and, and share information that really is critical to making less mistakes than they did. The second thing I would say is you really need to discover what you're afraid of. Then you need to sit with it. And what you need to do is get comfortable with it and find out the root cause of it. Trust me, it does, does it involve your health? If it doesn't involve your health, in my opinion, you're 75% of the way there. If it involves some finances, man, you could get through that. And anything with technology, you can overcome that too. So sit down and really write it out, what's, what you're afraid of. And when you break it down into little bite-sized pieces, I bet you could get you have answers to 80 90% of what you're afraid of or what you've been afraid of. Because let's let's be honest, you know, excuses that keep us from doing these things, you know, starting a business or in your businesses or growing your business, creating a great income, they do hold us all back. They are real. So, work at getting through those, because whatever you hold in your mind consistently is what you will experience in life. Self-doubt, self-limiting beliefs, they become 
kind of life-fulfilling prophecies. And, and the next thing is, remember this, business is not about being perfect, nor is it like running it like everybody else does. You could have 10 people running the same kind of business differently and all be successful. So part of overcoming your fear is recognizing that everyone on the planet, including those you know and admire, has encountered, encountered failure on their path to success, on their path to greatness, on their path forward. We've all been knocked down. We've all suffered. We've all been felt humiliated. We've all been there. We just have chosen to get up more than stay down there. So continue to do what generates that good feeling, that dollar, that level of success, and provide value, whether that's valuable information, whether that's a valuable product. That keeps your network happy. It keeps building your network. It builds credibility. And it shows that you are investing in them, the people that you're trying to attract. So again, you, you, even though you've got to focus on your product, your sales, your business, so many things, be sure you offer other valuable information, tools to your network so they know who you are, so, that, so they understand behind what they just see in this limited social media world attracts them to you, not because of just the product or service that you offer, but because of who you are, who you genuinely are, and you genuinely care. Continue to prosper. Continue to change those self-limiting beliefs. And congratulations on moving forward. After you're done listening to this, sit down write your fears out, and really break them down and start to look at them. I think you're going to find what I talked about a couple minutes ago is true. They're never as bad as we think. The good times are never as good as we think. The bad times are never as bad as we think. And you could get through these self-limiting fears and on your road to success. If you have any questions, please reach out and contact me through social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you could reach out to me at, at bswift62 at comcast.net. You could look at my uh, webpage at brianpswift.com. I have a YouTube channel called The Quad Father, and you could find me out there on Amazon. I've written five books about inspiration and different topics regarding that. Have a great day. Thank you for paying attention and listening in on this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please take the time to like it, share it. That would be greatly appreciated. Have a great day.